Hey, Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again for another weekly episode. I think I've been the fucking air of consistency lately. Uh, I think this is six or seven weeks in a row that I've been doing it on uh, the same day. I think Wednesday was a little different because of the holiday, so I did it on a Tuesday. But I'm keeping up with this. It's all about consistency is key, isn't it? Isn't that how you find success? You find success within yourself through the things you do consistently. Isn't there uh, an idea out there or maybe a theory that it takes 30 days to change your lifestyle? So if you're trying to lose weight, you have to eat healthy exercise for 30 straight days. Uh, Maybe not every single day exercise, but you have to keep that motivation factor going for 30 straight days. If you want to change that cycle, uh, if you want to change your habits, if you want to stop smoking, maybe it takes 30 days. Drinking, 30 days. I wouldn't know anything about stopping drinking for 30, day, 30 days. Uh, I haven't done that since I was probably 15 years old, a 30-day streak. But maybe I should try. I'm on three days, I think. Four to three days of no drinking right now. That's good. Times 10. Don't think I'll make it. We're getting towards Christmas. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to have some barley pops. I'll have uh, a little bit of uh, uh, whiskey, the brown devil. I'll have a little bit of that uh, Christmas Eve going into Christmas. I'm not, I'm not going to deny myself that. But if I just consistently do podcasting every single week and maybe get more of a schedule for my writing and then maybe just, yeah, drink eh, sparingly on the weekends. Maybe not every single night, which I'm, I'm starting to figure that out a little bit. Get through the fucking delirium tremens. After going on a little bit of a holiday binge, which I did over Thanksgiving break, after a little bit of a break before that, but it's me. I can't stop me. I can't stop my brain in 30 days. That's not going to happen. I did buy some uh, uh, CBD oil samples, a little, a little a taster. They have tasters now of CBD, and it's called Feels, F-E-A-L-S. So if they want to sponsor me, uh, because they will never listen to this, and nobody else does anyways, except for my five listeners, but Feels.com, they gave a little bit of a sampler pack for 20 bucks, and I guess they're going to give me three different strengths of the old CBD. Uh, and once it comes, I'm, I'm like a little, I'm like a kid on Christmas almost. I'm waiting every day. I'm opening the mailbox, and I just ordered it, ordered it on Sunday. I don't know where they make it. They probably make it in the basement of, of some fucking Chinese warehouse. I have no idea with little Chinese children squashing giant uh, uh, buds of, of marijuana with their, with their dirty bare feet. I don't know where they make it. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's pure. I've had CBD oil in the past that doesn't work at all, but I think it was kind of a shitty oil. I think it was cheap. I'll try it though. I'm going to try it. So I'm going to try the the lower dosage when it comes, then it steps up to the medium dosage, and then I guess the highest. And I'll find which one suits me for anxiety, uh, to help me sleep, hopefully, to help maybe some of my back aches or the strains in my muscles that I might get. I don't know. Whatever it does, hopefully, even it's placebo. I don't give a shit. If I could sleep well throughout the night, I'll take that placebo and I'll order the fucking membership or I'll find some good CBD oil somewhere else and do that in replacement of the booze. That's the goal, at least. I need something. And CBD, is it a drug? Probably, but what isn't? So I'm kind of like, like I said, a kid on Christmas waiting, opening the mailbox. Where's my feels? Where's my feels? Not here yet. So hopefully by tomorrow, I'll get my little sampler pack and uh, put it under my tongue and hold it there for 30 seconds and then wash it down. Suck it down and see what it does to my brain. And hopefully it will stop the brain just a little bit, just a little bit for me to calm down, to not be so anxious, to chill. If I have that, I need to find that. And speaking of chilling, 
we went to Tahoe. Like I mentioned last week before we went to Tahoe, on the Tuesday before we left, uh, we, we, we went. And it was a different style trip. And hopefully you guys all had a good Thanksgiving. I'm sure it was awkward. I'm sure you didn't see your relatives. I'm sure you're living in fear of eating your mashed potatoes and your green beans with a little... Uh, coated onion things, what are those called? Green green uh, bean casserole, whatever it is. Uh, the onion strips. Uh, I'm sure hopefully you had some good pie, uh, pumpkin variety. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin pie. I think it's the consistency. I don't like the smushiness of it. I'll, I'll take a good cherry pie every once in a while. Uh, uh, hey, cherry pie. Da, da, da. Was that Warrant or Great White? I think it was Warrant. Uh, she's my cherry pie with what's her face? Fuck, what's the chick's name? She had red hair. I think, no, she has blonde hair. What's the other one? There's a... The, Nikki? No. There's a redhead girl that used to be in all the hair metal bands. And big lips. The cherry pie chick was a blonde girl with red lips. I don't know. I can't I can't remember those days. I was a little too young. It wasn't my heyday. All right? The hair band era wasn't my heyday. I remember it, but it wasn't me. You know, I was, I was seven or eight years old when I was at the heyday. When I was at the pinnacle of the hair bands. So I don't know everything. All right? Leave me alone. Uh, but we went to Tahoe. And like your Thanksgiving was probably a little bit different, so was mine. Not so much in terms of what we do, because like I mentioned last time, we always go to Tahoe, just the four of us. We don't meet up with anybody. We don't know anybody. Nobody likes us. But we went there, and we knew it was going to be different because nothing's going to be open. Casinos are closed. Most of the restaurants were outside, of course. You can't eat inside of restaurants. You can go in there and order here and there, depending where it is. But you can't sit in there for long. You have to order, go outside to do it. And we found a couple of decent places to sit outside and kind of relax, get a drink, an appetizer, uh, even have a meal here and there. But, of course, it's Tahoe. It's cold. And what I, what I was very disappointed at, there, there, it wasn't snowing at all. Not, not even a, a flake of snow fell the entire time we were there. There was a little bit of cloud cover, but very wispy clouds. Not that ominous uh, blizzard storm that is coming over the Sierra uh, peaks, which I, I, I miss. I wanted. I really wanted that weather. It just wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to happen. But at least we had the briskness, briskness of, of, the, of the cold. At least I had that. I love that. I love that mountain air. I love that thin, cold, breathing feeling that you get when you go out there. I love being in a warm jacket and just sitting outside and looking at the beautiful mountains, which had snow on them, which was great. And there's some, there's some snow on the ground here and there. My daughter took a walk through it. Uh, kicked a pine cone around, not a lot of sledding, not a lot of hills that were covered with snow. Again, kind of disappointing. Didn't really wear, have to wear our, our snow gloves. We could just wear fabric gloves, and it was fine. It's okay, all right? That wasn't the biggest deal. The biggest deal was the eating part and the first meal. But let me back up before I get to the first meal, which got me off on the bad, a bad footing with this uh, holiday weekend. Uh, which happened on Wednesday, which I always get off in a bad footing because I'm a, I'm a horrible person. Uh, I, uh, I'm a contrarian. Uh, I'm a cunt. Um, contrarian. I, I, I find fault in everything. Uh, I'm negative on most things. I'm just dead, not a happy person. Not a happy person. And I, I watched a really good movie last night. Let me fucking, uh, let me write it down so I don't forget it in my pretentious notebook here. Um, fuck, I can't even remember the name of it. I'll have to look it up later, uh, but I'll put Spanish film down so I don't remember, or so I don't forget it, so I do remember it, because this, this character is me to a certain extent, but a lot creepier, a lot darker. We'll get into that later if I remember, uh, 
But on the way up, we usually do our requisite stop in Apple Hill, Camino area. If you guys are familiar for it, if, with it, if you're not, if you're from California, I'm sorry. Get out. The, the state is burning. Just get out. It's a, it's a failed state. Leave. I'm trying desperately to leave. I applied to a job in Michigan today. I don't know why. I'm about to apply to a job in Tennessee. I don't know why. I already did Montana. Why? I don't know. I'm just, I just need to get out of here. Need to get out of here. Is it going to go well with a family? No. Depending on what job I get. Hopefully, I'll get that job. They'll, they'll tow them along with me. Um, but where was I? Oh, yeah. We went to the off the 50 east. So if you're familiar with the era, area, if you're familiar with the 80 and the 50 uh, in the Northern California area east of the Bay, uh, which is a, just a fucking uh, a tent city now. Everything in the Bay is just, it's just Skid Row, right? You have, you have uh, uh, I don't know who the lead singer of Skid Row was, but you have them just, just rocking out their mullets on every single street corner, it seems like. Now I'm starting to see Skid Row mansions, like tent mansions. It's not even a tent anymore on the side of the street. These are like, they're, they're encompassing whole blocks. Uh, one street in our the city I live in, the shit city I live in, one street for, far away from us, which is lucky because we don't want to see homeless people. Um, but the idea of one street is just tent after tent after tent. And I'm, this is about a half mile stretch and broken down campers or maybe campers that barely work. work. They could see where people are living in there. And it's sad. It's sad. They don't have that in Tahoe, though. The smart bums go where it's uh, uh, the weather is a little bit nicer, a little bit more temperate, a little more tepid. Is that the word? Is that a word? Um, but they don't. There's no homeless people in Tahoe. Not many. I don't know where they. They're frozen. If there is, it's like the Donner Party. They're dead. They, they probably got eaten by other bums. Because what do homeless people have to eat? People in Tahoe aren't going to give them food. People in Tahoe aren't going to give them uh, uh, any sort of sustenance, any sort of money. They're not. They're not giving them shit in Tahoe. It's fucking Tahoe. It's 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 posh. It's pretentious. It's it's beautiful. But it's a dumb place to, uh, that got too ritzy um, for whatever reason. But we go every year because that's who we are. We are pretentious and white. Um, but, yeah, we stop at, at Jack Russell Brewing Company, which I always want to give a shout-out to. I love that place. Uh, it has a nice big outdoor area already, and it's, it has benches there. You can bring your own food. Can you imagine that now in this fucking day and age? In the county I live in, like I mentioned before, at, if you want to go get a beer anywhere, you have to buy food. They make you buy food to have a beer. Isn't beer kind of, uh, in my mind, it's, const- it's, 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 it's food. In, in, in its constitution, it's food, right? Uh, it, it's barley. And hops has protein, not much, but it's a food you can drink for lunch. I do all the time. I drink for breakfast primarily, um, but we stopped there and it's great. It's a it's a great place. Uh, good beer, low key, up in the mountains, fresh, beautiful air. Not as cold as Tahoe because you still have about an hour, but it's about four thousand feet up, I'd say. And it snows up there when it does snow. It gets cold. You can feel the coldness of Tahoe kind of streaming in. You're kind of in that. It's a good, great, great stopping ground if you're going east of Sacramento. Stop for an hour. Bring your lunch. Have a good beer. And then tally-ho on to uh, Tahoe. That's what we did. Do it every year. Bring our uh, uh, ritzy uh, uh, sausage that we got at uh, uh, Salami, I should say, at Trader Joe's. Uh, you know, the, the, the Cabernet, Cabernet Sauvignon, uh, 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 flavored, uh, salami, uh, or some, uh, um, 
fucking uh, cranberry crusted goat cheese, uh, feta, uh, some other Jarlsberg or some shit, whatever. Cheeses and, and salami. My wife is like a sucker for that and olives, Kalamata olives, crackers, all that shit. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's a nice bread. You know, bring a nice loaf of bread that I got at a local bakery. And when I buy bread, I look at the ingredients because that's who I am. I become this person that looks at ingredients sometimes. But then I'll go get fucking Taco Bell and shit uh, my ass out the whole next day. Every once in a while. Not a lot, but every once in a while, I get that urge for shit food. Like we all do. I'm not that bad yet. I'm not that bad. I'll still eat a Costco hot dog. You fucking heathens on Instagram and you health assholes that are out there. Um, but yeah, so we go there, then we left, ate our little fucking, like I said, pretentious ritzy uh, lunch. Uh, our, our daughter had a peanut butter and jelly. She doesn't like salami. She doesn't really like those cheeses yet, which no kid does. I haven't met a kid. If you meet a kid who likes those types of cheeses, uh, the ones that still have the, the, the rind on them, the ones that are, are bacteria-filled in a good way, uh, the ones that are basically rotten cheese, if you have a kid who's under 12, who eats that, just fucking slice their throat. That's it. Because that kid's going to grow up to be a fucking asshole. That's it. That kid will be grown up. He will be a, that kid will be a country club member, the people that I'm killing off in my current story. That's what that person is going to end up being. So if you have anybody who's asking for uh, a Gorgonzola, uh, if you're having anybody who wants a uh, rosemary-crusted uh, cracker instead of a fucking Ritz, just end them. End them. A fucking shiv right into the jugular or the ear hole. Either one. Down and out. Down and out. My son, he's 15. He likes that stuff now. Uh, and he has for the last couple of years. I don't know. Maybe I should have offed him too. That should have happened. Then we go into the basin, and going down in Tahoe, it's, you know, still, there's snow on the ground, beautiful drive. I'm already kind of in a, eh, not a great mood, just because I wanted snow, I wanted weather, I wanted to fucking feel that Viking uh, uh, lore uh, of that, of that, I wanted to feel the grizzly man uh, of the, I wanted to feel the people who, who founded the West, who came into California uh, 150 years ago, 60, whatever it was, 70 years ago now. I wanted to feel that, uh, that uh, bearskin fucking uh, um, warmth around me when I'm in these areas. I didn't as much. It was just kind of like, eh, you know, it's warm enough to wear a coat, uh, but not a winter coat. I didn't wear my winter jacket that much. It was mm, just layering. That's all it was, just, just, just layering. And I'm, I'm sure some people are so happy that, oh, I'm so glad it's not snowing. And I guess if you're a resident there, and you get these blizzards here and there throughout the years. I'm sure it's a comfort. It's, I'm sure it's a relief and a comfort for you when you have the holidays when you don't have to dig yourself out of your house when you don't have to snow uh, uh, shovel the walkways. And again, I didn't grow up in these areas, so I understand if anybody who grew up in Michigan, Montana, Northeast, what have you, where you have to do that for three months out of the year. I understand it's a burden, but it's a burden I want. All right. I want that. I wouldn't mind being stuck in my house for three months uh, as long as I can get out every once in a while. I wouldn't mind shoveling the walkway. I wouldn't mind not seeing people and just having a bleak three or four months where it's just dark and a cobalt sky and just desolate sounds outside, meaning just quiet, the quiet of ice and snow. Um, but uh, alas, I don't get that. I, I don't know why I'm seeking that. Will I survive? Don't know. I'll probably get frostbite on my dick on the tip of it, and I'll turn black and fall off after the first winter for wherever I move, if I happen to move to a cold place. I'm sure I'll get a fucking job in Hawaii or Florida or some shit. That's going to be my luck, and that won't be fun. You don't want to see me in flip-flops and, short, and shorts and no shirt or a tank top for the entire year. That won't be pretty. 
Um, getting into Tahoe. So long story short, the first day was all right for a little while. Get down there. We, uh, uh, my wife booked a resort and I'm putting up the big fucking air quotes here resort in the heavenly village. Uh, she, we paid a little bit more for it. We thought it was going to be a little bit more resort style. And what we usually do in Tahoe, we always, most of the time, and nine out of the 10 times, whatever, however many times we've been there over the years, we would stay at this place right across the border, or maybe three or four minutes uh, drive across the border into Nevada called Lakeside Inn. And you would pass the casinos, you would pass a couple more casinos, and it'd be this small little just old school hotel, probably built in the 70s, uh, uh, off, uh, just right off the road, right off the main path there. And it was perfect for us. Perfect because it was a more of a family run. It seemed like it was more family oriented. It wasn't like Harrah's or Harvey's or Hard Rock now, which you have there, where it's going to be a bunch of just young uh, assholes getting loaded and gambling and being loud in the hallways. It wasn't those places. It's not a big high rise. It's a it's a single deck. Most of it, I think, there's a couple uh, upstairs, but most of it is a single level uh, hotel. Like I said, old school. Uh, the rooms are fairly good size. Uh, uh, has a woodsy feel to it in the room. Everything's made out of wood, you know, wood carvings on the walls, wood uh, uh, kind of, uh, or uh, not ornate, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, recycled kind of wood, almost chairs, whatever you made out of, made out of fucking real wood. Um, uh, and and it, was, it was fine. It was always decent for us and cheap, you know, cheap, under a hundred bucks a night. Sometimes we even get really good deals for 75 bucks a night, 70 bucks a night, and, and no resort fees. No resort fees at this place because they knew it wasn't a fucking resort. But this time, I think we just wanted to say, like, ah, oh, let's see, let's try to spend a little bit extra money because we know it's going to be a little different this year because we can't do shit. And we thought a resort might have a little bit more amenities, even though we knew the hot tub was going to be probably closed. Uh, they had a gym probably closed. Will they have breakfast? We don't know. You know, just something, and, and it was good location. I guess that's what you fucking pay for is location. But this place was not a resort. And like I said, I'll hold that off to a little bit later. But get in your mind right now. Just picture what you believe a resort to entail. Visually, what should a resort look like? The people who work there, what should they look like? What should be just the surrounding atmosphere of that resort when you say that word? And I don't know what that word means anymore. I've been to some very, very classy resorts in other countries that were actually, in my mind, resorts. Were they, were they the cream of the crop? No, I can't afford that. We can't afford that. But they're closest to what I thought, in my mind, what a resort would be. This place, not that. So just kind of picture it for a little bit. If you have been so privileged to stay at an actual resort in this country, meaning like $400 plus a night, good for you. You're a cock. That's it. You're just a big, giant, hairy fucking throbbing cock all right purple headed warrior that's what you are that's that's all you are a big giant quivering head of jizz um but money is good for you you have money i'm not gonna hit you with that it's just I'm, I'm jealous because i don't have money all right that's what it is it's not that people who have money are bad people who earn money are not bad people we assume they are because we don't have it we're jealous that's all we are we're jealous. I heard a thing the other day that middle class people, if that's a thing anymore, which I get, which we would get categorized in, we don't, we, we, we have money, but we don't see it. Does that make sense? Middle class people don't see money because it's all wrapped up in shit that we own. If you have a mortgage, 
uh, if, if you're paying towards something, if you have land, if you have anything, like, like I said, that has a pink slip, you, I mean, you, you don't see the money that you have, but you do have money. It's just in a different realm. Poor people see their money. Poor people count their money on a daily basis. Poor people know what a nickel and a dime and a quarter are in their pockets. I do too because I grew up poor and I'm pretty much on that brink probably right now in this fucking state. In California, I think most people are counting their money. But even if you are paying a mortgage, it's invisible money. That's what it is. That's what it is. People in Tahoe have a lot of probably invisible money. And that's okay. That's okay. All right. That is okay. But that Lakeside Inn was okay. Or it was great for us. The resort we got, not so great because it's in, like I said, location, location, location. So we're in the Heavenly Village and they have the Heavenly Ski Resort there. I don't think anybody was skiing. I don't think they could even make fucking snow. You can't make snow out of dirt. Um, And it was 40 degrees one day, 44 degrees another day, 36 degrees it got down. Night was, of course, in the teens, but it just never got cold enough for people to, it didn't have that vibe of that that ski vibe this year, right? Where a lot of tourists go there, of course, to, to go to these beautiful slopes. And Heavenly Village, Heavenly Resort is one of those. You take the ski lift up, or you take the fucking gondola, whatever it is, all the way up to the top of the mountain, and you, that's how you spend your vacation. Uh, not, not the same. Not the same. So it's kind of funny for us to buy a resort in that village when nothing is really happening within that village. God damn, I fucking stepped on my... They make this fucking headphone cord. Why would you make a, a cord for headphones 70 feet long? If you have headphones, you're usually within distance within reach of what you're recording or listening to. Who the fuck needs a 19-foot... Let me wrap it around. God damn it. All right, let's wrap it around my foot. Let's put it over there. All right. I'll probably run it over later again. All right, so um, this is the village. Let's just call this section, this is the village. So we're in the hotel. We get to the hotel, and our whole thing with the kids was there's not going to be much shit to do. We know that. We're going to spend as much time as outside as we can. We'll try to find some hikes to go on. We'll try to do as much outdoor activities as the weather allows us. And the weather did allow us that. All we had to do was, like I said, layer up, take some walks, take some hikes. It's going to be fine. Uh, maybe rent some bikes, possibly, because the, 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 the pathways, the roads were perfect for that. There was no snow on the ground. So we had things we can do. And it wasn't going to be a trip where the kids would just sit in the fucking hotel and watch TV, be on the phone, what have you. We, weren't, we don't want to do that. We're not a family that wants to do that. If you have that vacation, fine for you. But we didn't want to do that because we can get stuck in the hotel easily. And we knew that, would be a, that could be a huge factor in this, on this trip because, again, how do, you, how do you entertain kids for that long without entertainment? And when you have a, a, an adolescent... Like when you have a teenager, it's very hard to keep them entertained in the outdoor world. I don't know how that, I don't know how he he got away from that. I don't know why the outdoors is just not a thing for him. It's been a thing for me my whole life. Uh, I I pretty primarily introduced a lot of outdoor uh, stuff to my wife, camping in particular, and just kind of being outdoors, appreciating it, not saying I did it for her wholly, but it was more me that pushed that idea on this family quite a bit, because I don't like being inside. I'd much rather be outside. Do I get stuck inside on the phone and computer and this shit? Of course I do. Everybody does, but I'd rather be outside, and my daughter still has that notion, right? She still has that idea. I want to be outside too, but when there's a warm hotel room, when there's not a lot of shit to fucking do outside, yeah, those episodes on the phone, those Netflix episodes, they, they, seem, they seem a lot easier and a lot more fun than what mom and dad can provide for entertainment. 
So kind of keep that in mind. It was a struggle. And these last eight months has been a fucking str- a massive struggle to keep that going on as well in our daily lives. So tri- on a trip like this, it's even more difficult because it's so isolated, more packed in than we're used to. We don't have a lot of room to gro- roam, right? We don't know where to go as much. Even though we've been there several times, it's still not our realm. It's still not exactly who we are or where we're going. No, shit, there's, a, there's a ladybug in here. Fucking got it. Jeez, I'm getting attacked by a fucking ladybug. Where'd it go? I think it was a ladybug. Isn't that good luck? How's a beetle good luck though? Not fucking Ringo. But how's a beetle with how's a beetle which are like disgusting things? Right? You don't see a beetle and be like, oh, it's beautiful. But the ladybug got lucky. The little bitch got so lucky to have black spots on a red body and just somehow got, oh, they're lucky. Don't squash them. They're, they're beetles. They're menaces to gardens. They eat everything. Um, hopefully I didn't kill it. Maybe I should. Maybe they'll turn my luck around. I don't know where it went. Um, so, okay, so the first, okay, so I set that up a little bit in a very sloppy way. I'm kind of out of it today. But the first night, this is in the village, we, we want to go eat. You know, we couldn't check into the resort. That's another thing about the resort. We couldn't check in until four. What kind of fucking policy is that? If people have to check in, check out by 11, if they even do a late checkout, they check out by 12. I've traveled enough to know that, I think. I don't think anybody stays in their hotels till two. Uh, or without paying a, a, for another extra day. How long does it fucking take to clean a room? Not saying anything about the, the cleaners. How, but how long does it take to fucking clean a room? Is it a COVID thing where they have to just uh, spray it down with Clorox all over the... No, it didn't smell like that when we went in. But we had to call, and we, we left early enough because we had to drop off our dog at a fucking dog sitter, which I'll get into. Uh, but we, we got there probably too early. We got down into Tahoe into the basin, uh, probably around uh, 1, I think, 12, 30, 1 o'clock, after our, our fucking sausage, salami, fucking Cabernet, Sauvignon-infused uh, in, uh, cheese. So we get in there. I know we have some time to kill. We stop off at a, at a, at a brewery to get there, but, of course, I walk up. It looks crowded. Everybody's outside. I go to the kiosk. Uh, I go to the hostess, and I say, or is it, can I call it a hostess now? Or is it a host? Hoster? Is it just a host? I can't. Is, it, does it, is there anything that I can't? say in terms of sexuality here or gender um but i went to the person behind the kiosk who sits seats you at tables and i asked her what the weight was she said about 45 minutes to an hour i'm like yeah we can't do that right across the street though there was a place called blue dog pizza i'm like ah there's got a little outdoor area we saw some people sitting there they had beers in their hand they were eating pizza let's go sit down i had a long table that had a fire in the middle of it you know, not a real fire, but a propane fire, still apropos for the area. So we go across the street. My wife walks in just to see if it's a like kid-friendly. You know, of course, you can't eat inside. She, she's like, yeah, good. let's do it. Let's get an appetizer for the kids, get a beer for us. Let's make it a little bit of a fun day. Let's just do that, shall we? So that's what we do. We go to Blue Dog Pizza, and at this place, this is far enough removed from State Line. This is far enough removed from Heavenly Village to still be cheap. We got French fries for $5, a basket of French fries, rosemary coated or whatever they fucking call it, sprinkled rosemary, whatever, rosemary fries. They're good. They're actually decent uh, fries for five bucks. We, w- we didn't want to get pizza yet because we just ate our fucking salami and cheese or charcuterie plate, right? Uh, which would be probably $67 at the, at the brewery across the street. And I saw the brewery across the street. They had French fries for $11, a fucking thing of french fries for $11. So I'm glad we went to Blue Dog Pizza. Kind of more of a of a, a middle class, I would say, a place to dine in, in, in Tahoe. So if you're there, 
pizza, it was okay. I went there later, which I'll get to, I think. Um, but normal pizza, $5 fries, and the beers were $5. I can't get a $5 beer in the county that I live in unless it's happy hour. I don't even think a fucking happy hour here has $5 beers anymore. So it was a $5 good beer. I can't remember what it was, but it was a craft beer if you're into that. It was good. I got a couple of beers. My wife got a beer. She calls the fucking hotel again. Can we check in? And by that point, yes, we can check in. We could check in. So that was that was all right. That was nice to find a cheap place. We got out of there for 20-something dollars in Tahoe. I guess you can find them. If you want to go to Taco Bell, go to fucking Taco Bell because everything else is astronomically priced. And that brings me now to our first meal, official meal, in Tahoe that evening. We get to the hotel. Kids are already want to fucking zone out on TV. We said, no, we're going to go eat soon. It's getting close to 4, 4.30. We should go early so we don't get, have to have a 45-minute to an hour wait because we don't, just don't know what travel is going to be like in this area. Is it going to be a long line to eat at these restaurants? Or are a lot of restaurants going to be closed? We just don't fucking know. So we leave early enough, and we, we're early eaters. Uh, we eat by usually at home at 5 o'clock, and right now it's 4 o'clock. I'm already like, ah, shit, I got I to gotta get dinner ready. But you know what? I put a nice roasted, a nice chicken in the crock pot this morning. I fucking gutted a semi-frozen bird. I stuck my hand up that fucking coochie, and I ripped out all the gizzards and innards and kidneys or whatever else is in there. With My hand was frozen. I have fucking frozen uh, uh, organs. Some awful on my on my under my fingernails, and I and I fucking put that bitch in the in the in the crock pot. So that's cooking. I don't have to worry about it that much. Well, maybe maybe make some nice uh, creamy risotto uh, tonight, uh, and some vegetables on the side. So I'm I'm ready. I'm not I'm not stressed about going inside and rushing to make dinner. Um, but that night we just wanna we wanted to get settled, eat a nice meal, sit down, see what's going on. And usually we would go to this burger place in the Heavenly Village. And on every other previous trip, and let me paint the picture with this, and it's called California Burger Company, I think, and I've always liked it. Uh, it's an easy place. It's not to go, go to with kids. It's not pretentious. They have a lot of good beer on tap and whiskey if you like that. Their, their hamburger, their burgers are decent. They have good meat, uh, and, and it was well-priced. And most of the times in the past, we would go there at happy hour and just happen to be eating at 5 o'clock, the fucking early bird, grandpa, grandma special. But they would have a happy hour from 5 to 7 or whatever the fuck it was, 4 to 6. And we would get there, and they would have happy hour prices, happy hour appetizers. They would even have a happy hour burger you know, for 10 bucks for a burger and fries, and that area is awesome. Kids burger was, I think, 6 7 bucks. Every other time we've been there. And this is probably the fourth or fifth time I think we've been there. Not so this time. This time we call them. They say they're closed. Second time we call them. They're open, but they ran, around, they ran out of propane for those, look, those outdoor propane heaters. Those, those stemmed tree, whatever they call them, standing heaters that they put over people's uh, tables while you're eating in the cold, or even when it's a little chilly, 50 degrees, it's still, still nice to have that warmth kind of uh, radiating around you while you're eating your, your, uh, your fucking turkey club. Uh, you know, it's nice. It's nice to have. So they don't have propane. It's going to be cold. So we get there, and we sit down. And we're a small family of four, and they seat us, and luckily right above us is a heater that is working. So I think they saw maybe a small seven-year-old child. They're like, let's give this family a heater. And these four fucking cunts wearing uh, 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 all North Face gear that they just bought from the fucking North Face store uh, 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 500 feet away. 
Let's not give it to them because that person's wearing earmuffs that costs $79. And that other asshole right there is wearing snow boots when it's not fucking snowing. And that other bitch right there is wearing some sort of tight leotard shirt that's showing off her, her uh, flat titties that costs $125 straight off the rack on sale. Um, so those are the Patagonia people. So they, you know, they're all around us. That's the area, like I said, can't say it enough. Beautiful. One of the most beautiful regions in the world that I've been to. Have I been everywhere? No. But Lake Tahoe, is, it's a special lake. It's, it's just, it's awe. It, when you see it, it's just awe-inspiring. It's an awesome place. But then when you get surrounded with the Patagonia people, it gets a little annoying. And it, it's always annoying to me when I get around those people. I've been around those people in, in uh, uh, small towns I've lived in. I've been in, uh, around those people in big, bigger cities that I've lived in. They're around us. The Patagonia tribe is around us. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google Patagonia, Google North Face. Columbia is probably like a white trash version of both of those. And I have all that gear. I don't have Patagonia. I think my wife does. But, but we've, got, we've bought them at thrift stores. In, in these places, because these, these fucking ritzy assholes will get rid of good shit because they have to buy new good shit. And most, I know I've ranted on this before, but we're surrounded. So anyways, they seat us at a little four person table and we're sitting there waiting for our, you know, waiting for the menu, waiting for things to come out. And then I see the menu and I'm still like, oh, I'm going to get a nice, nice burger of some kind. I don't know what kind, maybe some pepper jack cheese. Uh, maybe I'll see if they have any, like a, a blue cheese burger. Maybe, you know, I just had some cheese earlier. Maybe I'll keep the, the fucking cheese uh, theme going, right? Maybe I'll, I'll keep the curd theme going on this trip. So I get the menu. I'm looking down. I'm like, okay. I don't remember it being this uh, uh, pricey. And this is from a Jew, all right, or a half Jew. This is the Jew side. How expensive are things? It's not that expensive when you break it down. But I see the menu. And what got me a little bit, I don't see a kid's menu. And then we get a server, a man, coming over. And he said, oh, can I get anything started for you? Can I get anything started? for?" And then we're looking. We're like, oh, do you have a kid's menu? He's on now. It's the plain Jane burger. I said, okay, it's the plain Jane. It's, it's with all the other fucking burgers. And the plain Jane comes with tomatoes, you know, plain cheese, fucking, it's just plain Jane. And maybe even not cheese. I think we had to fucking add cheese. Anyways, that burger for a child, a seven-year-old, $13.50, I believe, uh, or $13. Anyway, $13 to $14 for a plain Jane burger. And I don't know if that's just uh, some, that's something that I am at my core. Is this a belief that other people have? But when you see... A, a burger for a kid that is 13 to 14 dollars does it irk anybody else does it just get you by the goat a little bit and be like I, I don't care if i made five million dollars a year i think i'd still see a 13 dollar kids burger and be like what the fuck what the fuck and then we asked him there's no other kids burger can you like make a kids burger no no that's plain jane and then we're I, you, you can see my, my the facade of me my face you could see the exterior probably just starting to melt. The interior was going like a thousand miles an hour. You know, you fucking you don't think you don't think I can fucking afford a thirteen dollar burger? You fucking you think you think this fucking seventeen dollar burger? You think fucking avocado burger for eighteen dollars? You think I can't afford that? You think this blackened burger? You think that's what's going on inside my body? It's just a roiling. Two demons just gnawing on each other in my gut. And I'm sure my wife can tell. She can tell. She's been with me long enough. My kids can tell. They're like, yeah, shit, dad is, he's not happy. And it wasn't because of the prices so much. That kind of got me. But it was the attitude of the server that got me even more. And when we, we he kind of looked at us a little strangely, I think. 
or maybe it was just me, he started talking to us in a little bit of a different way when we questioned if they had a kid's menu. As if it's a bad thing to ask if they have a fucking kid's burger. So, at last, alas, we order the burgers. Get the $13 burger. But before we do that, this is kind of what got me the most. This is what just yanked on my balls, pulled them down, and just squeezed until I could almost hear them pop like a fine chestnut roasting over an open fire before it just bursts open. He looks at us and we're saying, okay, we're kind of questioning the prices just for a minute, just for a minute. We weren't being the fucking Patagonia cunts over here uh, asking about every goddamn whiskey they had uh, uh, available. We weren't those people. We weren't those people yucking it up with their fucking $27 martinis. We weren't them. We're a regular family of four questioning if they had a kid's menu. And then after that, he said, well, this is the village. And I'm going to repeat that. This is the village. And then he goes on to say, well, it's the best prices around in the village, in the village. And if you know what the village is, it's just kind of a shops, Patagonia stores, tourist traps, restaurants, an ice skating rink, uh, and, and shit like that. Just false kind of almost it looks fake. It's a fake place. It's not it, they try to make it look rustic, but you could tell it's just they built it around what happened to be a nice ski slope, a nice mountain to ski down behind it. And they just built around it. And it's for rich people. It's for people who don't care about a $14 kid's burger. It's for people who don't mind spending $97 on four hamburgers. I do. I I care. Do I want a good hamburger? Yeah. Do I want to go to McDonald's? No. Do I chastise people who do? Yeah. Sometimes. But I don't. I, I could see why they go. I could see why they go. Because you don't want to buy a fucking $13 goddamn hamburger. That doesn't come. Oh, no. It did come with fries. Excuse me. They kind of, okay, it did come with french fries. But I was so wound up at his this is the village comment and his fucking shit tone that he had with us that I refused to order anything. So he comes around again, and my wife orders a burger, my son orders a burger, and my daughter gets the plain Jane. And he says, what would you like? I said, nothing. And my wife says, just get something. Nope, out of principle. It was just something that I couldn't do. Those demons were fucking headbutting each other in my stomach, and I just could not bring myself to order a burger from this guy. I don't know what that says about me. It says a lot, probably, and not a lot of good. But I just, nope, I'm good. I can wait. I'll go to fucking Rayleigh's and get a goddamn frozen pizza, which is right across the street. Right? There's a supermarket right across the street from us, outside the village. I'll fucking go over there and buy a sandwich for six bucks. So it was principle, all out of principle. But of course I'm going to buy a beer. That's not principle. I'm going to get a beer because I'm just going to, that's what I'm doing. So my wife orders, uh, uh, of course, okay, I'm, I know I'm all over the place. But on that menu, they, they make all the food prices, of course. They have all the food prices there, all the food prices. With the drink menus, no prices. And this is a place just the year before that I was able to get a $5 beer on happy hour. And a good, like I said, a good selection of shit. And so uh, I think even maybe $4 last year, 4 to $5. And this year I'm like, yeah, if they're having a $13 kids burger, I'm sure the beer is going to be at least 10. So he comes over, me knowing that, asking what we want. My wife orders a, a, a warm cocktail. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be 1975, uh, which is fine. We're on vacation. 
It wasn't about money, remember? This is just the Jew side fucking fucking getting my goddamn uh, rabbi uh, tentacles uh, just grabbing me by the fucking curly cues on the side of the, the Orthodox Jews' heads. I don't know what those, those are called. Um, and, you know, the, the, the Sabbath is upon me. The fucking black Sabbath is just weighing my shoulders down like Jew, Jew, Jew. You can't order Jew, Jew, Jew. You got too, uh, too expensive. Jew, 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 So that's just on me. And, uh, it, but I order the beer, which Jews probably don't. You can't drink, I don't think. Do, do Jews drink? I don't know. Like, I know you can't have a tattoo. You can't, can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery with a tattoo. Isn't that true? I think Jews drink. Those Amish people that don't drink. I don't know. Uh, I know a lot of Jews. When I when I visited my Jewish relatives in Belt, none of them drank. None of the Jews drank except for one of the one of the young uh, nephews of some long lost relative. I don't know. Um, but the Swedes, the fucking Vikings, they drink. Jews, not so much. That's my family. I'm sure you have a bunch of Jewish fucking drunk people in your family. If you happen to be Jewish, which I'm sorry. Um, but I ordered a beer, and this is the first time I've ever ordered like this. My wife gets a fucking hot cocktail because she's a fucking hot cocktail lover, uh, uh, which sounds sexual, which maybe it is. Um, not to me, though. But uh, I order. I, he Okay, what would you like? He already knows this is an asshole who's not ordering a burger out of fucking some. He's cheap. He, he's a loser. He doesn't make any money. Uh, uh, he's ugly, which is all true, all true. And he could see my face cause the mask is down. Cause if, apparently when you sit at a table, you can take your mask off because COVID doesn't go around tables, um, while you're eating. And especially with the heat lamp, I mean, the heat lamp was killing it. Fucking ultraviolet rays from the heat, heat lamp was killing the COVID in our Tahoe, uh, bubble. Um, but I ordered, just give me the strongest beer you have. And he said, do you want to see a list? I'm like, nope. Just give me the strongest beer you have. And I have no idea what it was. So he goes and checks. He's already mad at me. He goes and checks. Come back. We have blah, blah, blah. Deschutes, something imperial. Oh, I'm not usually an imperial guy. IPA. But I'm like, yep, sure. Take it. I don't care. It's like 9.2. I'm at, I'll take it. I'll take the fucking straw. I just said, fucking this is the village, man. I just said this with your fucking hand warmer uh, mittens that are probably uh, $67 at, that, at the store right next to you. I will take the strongest beer you have. And he brings it to me and I drink it. And the thing he said to me when he took it, he said, well, the bartender says we'll have to hit you in the shins if you fall. I don't know, some weird, stupid joke that he was trying to make. Poking fun at me because I ordered the strongest beer on the menu. And when we get the bill, now I'm, I'm loose. I'm fine. The demons are, are quelled. I'm getting a little happier. And of course, I'm so brilliant and so smart that if I ordered my burger... We would have a shit ton of leftovers. But you know what happened? My daughter ate her plain Jane burger, maybe half of it. And I eat the rest. I'm like, I still out of principle. I'm like, no, we'll just save it. She won't, she'll want it later. And my wife said she won't eat it later. Hamburgers are not good later. I'm like, that's true. That's true. You're making sense. The Imperial IPA was starting to make sense as well. So I took a couple bites. I'm like, okay, that's good. Took a couple fries. That's good. My son ate all his. And then my wife, of course, didn't eat all hers either. She's like, I'm full. And I was looking at her. I'm like, are you telling me the truth? Or are you just trying to belittle me and my Jewy ways that I didn't want to order my own burger? And she said, no, just eat it. Eat the fucking. So I ate some. I basically got almost a whole burger without buying my own because that's what you should be doing in these fucking posh places. Fuck those posh places. Don't give them the satisfaction, people. Don't give them the satisfaction to order the $13 Plain Jane. Don't do it. And what they call places, this is the village, and this is the cheapest place around, I'd be like, I could walk a fucking half a block that way and order a goddamn turkey sandwich for $7.
I can go to a place, a subway, which is half a, a, a quarter of a mile away, and I can get a fucking footlong meatball sub for $5. So don't tell me you're the cheapest in the village. You're the cheapest at this moment while we're stuck here. That's it. That's it. But let bygones be bygones. Paid the bill. Gave him my card. I tipped him because I'm not a pure dick. I tipped him well enough. I gave him the good requisite 18 to 20%, I think. His service wasn't bad. It was more of the attitude was bad. His attitude was shitty. I should have said something, but I think my attitude going back was good enough. Hopefully. I wish I had that mentality just to say shit. Just to say shit more. So that was the first night. And we just walked around after that. We go back we go back to the hotel. Everything's fine. I'm better. You know, the dad, the dad, uh, anxiety that, that, that swarms over my family is all, is, is, is eliminated. The kids are back to normal. They're fine. They know this is dad. Ha ha ha. This is dad. Oh shit. Even though their fucking hearts are probably, probably fluttering inside over the next shit that I'm going to be mad about, which really doesn't matter. If you really understand, if you think about it, it does none of it matters. None of it matters. Go back to the hotel. Then we start kind of winding down. We're all sort of tired. It's been a long day. Been up since, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning, traveling, doing all that shit. We're tired. It's okay just to, like, sit back and relax. Kids watch a couple episodes. My wife and I are talking. She's drinking some wine. I'm drinking some beer. We're just kind of having a little uh, nice, cozy uh, 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 night in the fucking resort room that is not a resort room. This room is a fucking box. It's, it's, a, it's a cat litter box. It's the smallest room I've ever seen and the smallest room for a fucking resort I've ever, even, I've ever heard of before. It was tiny. It was two double beds that we have to fucking, I had to spoon my goddamn son on uh, every night and uh, two double beds. In the, the bed that my wife and daughter slept on, the, the frame was broken, the bottom of it. I kept fucking stubbing my goddamn oafy foot over it. God, what the fuck is that? Oh, the frame is broken. There's a piece of wood just sticking out from the bottom that they kind of laid those little coverings over on the bottom of the bed. What do you call those coverings on the bottom of the bed? Why would you have a covering that goes over the bottom of your bed? Um, but I kept hitting my foot there. Uh, we fucking traveled with a hamster because we're, we're, we didn't want our hamster to die. My daughter's hamster to die when we left for three or four days. Uh, so we brought a, we fucking travel with a goddamn hamster. So I'm looking to put, see where to put the god, stupid little animal, the fucking rodent. Where are we going to put the rodent? Because the rodent's loud at night. It's a nocturnal animal. We stuffed that motherfucker in the closet, and the closet's not very far removed from the beds. The bathroom's right there. We could hit, hear every shit and fart and smell that is coming out of that place. Uh, it was just not, not a resort. Not worth the price. Not worth the entry fee. Luckily, it was quiet. I didn't hear a peep at night. Probably because no one's fucking staying there. Because they saw it. They probably looked at a room like, I'm not staying in this fucking place. This is, a, this is a fucking resort. Are you joking? And we're right behind the Marriott, which is a resort. But that place is astronomically expensive. We're not getting that. But it's, again, location, location, location. But I'm okay with it. Kind of mad. A little upset. Still hearing this is the village in my head. So this is the village kind of took not just the meals and the cost of that area, but also the hotel. So I'm like, oh, God, why don't we just fucking stay at the Lakeside Inn? Why don't we just stay at the place we stayed at last year right across the street, which had a bigger, better room for probably uh, not half the cost, but maybe a third of the, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was cheaper, right? It was definitely at least $30, $40 cheaper than what we just paid here. And we had to also pay resort fees. So that's dumb. That is stupid. And it, the, the, the grounds weren't anything to, to, to mark up as a resort. 
It wasn't. It wasn't a three star hotel. I would give it maybe a two. I would give it a step above Motel Six. But the location, loca- you can buy that thirteen dollar burger. You could walk right fucking to it. Um, but as I said, let bygones be bygones, and we we survived. We survived in this resort. Uh, the pool was open. It was a warm, heated pool. We checked it out. The kids weren't going on in a warm, heated pool, and it wasn't warm. It was warmer than the temperature, but they're not going in at 35 degrees, uh, a 35-degree evening to go jump into a a 65-degree pool. That probably wasn't going to happen. Hot tub, shut down. Gym, shut down. We found out they had breakfast, which was fantastic, but a different style of breakfast. We had to go in only one family at a time, and we had to stand in line. Luckily, there wasn't much of a line because I don't think anybody stays at this fucking place. Uh, uh, even during the busy season, uh, but we we just go one family at a time, and there's there's the people behind glass or plexiglass, and they have their little carafes or whatever you call them, the fucking little uh uh. uh I used to work in this fucking business, the goddamn shit where food is in, not ramekins. That's another thing. You know those big fucking stainless steel thing where they have candles lit underneath and they're fucking they're they're keeping shit warm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, buffet shit. Uh, uh, yeah, buffet stuff. What, the cutlery. I don't. What the fuck is the word? Um, anyways, uh, so one morning, oh, do you want a breakfast sandwich? Do you want eggs and bacon? Do you want a muffin? Do you want a bagel? Do you want a yogurt? Do you want? I mean, it's not like the cream of the crop stuff, but it was good enough. A bacon and egg sandwich is fine. Uh, it's all pre-made, kind of cafeteria style to a little bit, and that's the resort that we got. It's a cafeteria resort. It's a white trash resort. That's what it was. That's what it made me feel like. But at least we got breakfast, took it all back to the hotel, and they have to put it into go things. We can't touch anything. So that's a sign of the times of traveling as well, which is strange. Uh, So we take that all back to the hotel, eat in the hotel because you can't eat there. There's no tables. So that was strange. We're all fucking just huddled up sitting on a bed, sitting on the fucking uh, 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 double bed that I'm spooning my son on the night before in a non-creepy way, hopefully, uh, and, and just, you know, eating. And Okay, we're getting ready for the day. And that's what we did. That was pretty much our whole trip. One niceties, there was some positive things. The night before, I was still kind of hungry after my quarter burger that I ate or half a burger. And there's that blue, another Blue Dog pizza right across the way. I'm like, ah, let's go check the prices there. Are those going to be This Is The Village prices? Are those going to be the fucking location, location, location prices? Let's go check. And I was just going to say, you know what? My daughter goes to bed or kind of, you know, goes down early. My wife goes down early with her. She just, they're naturally, my wife is a naturally go to bed early kind of person. And I knew it was going to happen. It happens every trip, every hotel trip. So my son stays up longer. I, I stay up longer. He stays up longer than me. I stay up longer than my wife and daughter. And they go to bed early. And that's fine. That's just the dynamics that we have. But there was a blue dog pizza right across the street. And I tell my son, let's go, bro. Let's go. Let's go across the street. Let's just go sit and have a little boys talk. Let's just go sit down 8 o'clock at night. Go sit in the cold. They have heaters there. We went and checked out the prices. $5 beers. Even there, right across from this fucking heavenly village. $5 beers. Pizza was normal price. I order a, a, a medium pizza for me and him. Uh, four slices each, whatever it was. Have leftovers. Sitting there. I got him a soda. I'm drinking beer. We're talking. He's talking about girls. He's talking about school. He's talking about frustrations. I'm like, this is a fucking living human being. I, d- I just paid $25. To find my son as a living human being rather than the fucking $87 we spent at a burger place to find out that we're not good enough to be human beings because we don't make enough money to buy a $13 plain burger. Plain Jane. Plain Jane burger. That's sexist. Why don't you call it plain it? Plain Zur. Plain Zur burger. I should have brought that up. That fucking heavenly cunt server. Should have brought that up. You're like, you know what? This is the village. You guys are fucking sexist. 
You have a plain Jane on here. How do you know I'm a man? How do you know I'm not a transgender woman? How do you know that? I take fucking estrogen, buddy. All right, or testosterone. Don't let the fucking gray beard fool you. All right, don't don't let the snaggletooth fool you. I am a good-looking woman. I am the prettiest Jane. I'm not plain like your fucking $13 burger. So that was the first couple of days of Tahoe. Oh, uh, and that was pretty much it. That was pretty much the trip. You know, going on hikes. My wife got a little sick the next day. Uh, I had to take the kids out for a few hours just to let her rest. A little stomach issues. Maybe not the COVID. Maybe the COVID. We don't know. We don't. We probably had the COVID 17 times in the last couple of months. But I let her rest. We go on a nice little hike. My daughter, my son, lasts maybe an hour. I'm going back. So I'm like, fuck you, go back. You know, you know the way. So he goes back, old enough, whatever. I'm not, I'm not dealing with it. So I take my beautiful little daughter around still, these little beautiful trails with snow on it, some ice. We find a, we find a pine cone to kick. And we just kick that pine cone for the, for the last hour of our walk. And it just reminded me of childhood. I would find a walk, a rock, excuse me, because where I lived, we can, we can walk to school. It's only a mile there. Uh, a mile back, so two miles round trip. And my parents never fucking dropped us off at school. So I remember walking to school at a very young age, at least post kindergarten, walking to school with my brother. And sometimes we'd pick up some neighbor, you know, uh, uh, kind of glom on to some neighborhood friends, and we'd all walk together down the dirt, dusty roads to our little shitty elementary school. So I remember that sometimes walking home alone or even with my brother, and I would find a rock and we'd just kick that same rock all the way home and feeling sad when that rock just woo, skipped into the fucking ditch into the high overgrown yellowed weeds of Southern California and, and just, oh, where'd the rock go? I'm feeling sad. It's almost like when you had your favorite, favorite pen or pencil as a kid and you lose that pen or pencil, you're like, ah, it's, it's the world to you. And that rock is the world for you. And I just was looking down at my daughter, kicking this pine cone. I'm kicking it. She's kicking it with her little snow boots on. And we're just having so much fun watching it skitter around. We're talking. We're laughing. We're just having a very enjoyable moment. So even outside all the crap of this is the village, the fucking resort fees, the broken beds, all the, the, the devil inside me kind of going on in my brain and my stomach and my body, I still was able to breathe it in. Because you know why? I was out of my element. I think when it's cold, I think when there's weather, I think when it's just a pretty environment that I don't have to worry about money or time or anything else, that's when I'm at my best. And Tahoe always gives me that during the vacations. It always provides that. Any travel for me always provides that. I'm able to sit and breathe. I don't like being at home. I I just don't. It's something at my core. I don't like being at home. I'm sure if I traveled 10 months out of the year for business or pleasure or what have you, I'm sure home would be where the heart is. But I've never, I don't like the home that much. It's just a place where you fucking sit and rest. And over these last eight months, home is hell. Home is just hell. That's all it is. So at least I was able to get that experience with my daughter, had it with my son, eating a normal fucking priced pizza the night before. A little bonding experience. But my wife and I didn't get to bond. We went out one night, which was nice. And that was actually kind of lovely. Uh, and I lied earlier. I said not one flake of snow fell. It did. With my kids holed up in the hotel, 15-year-old watching the 7-year-old, both zoning out on technology, my wife and I let's just walk, walk out and get a drink. And we found a place that was open, usually open inside, but it only had outdoor seating. It's 7 o'clock at night, cold. You know, the wind is blowing. It's blustery. I'm fucking loving it. I just I feel good. I feel my face is not hot. My body's not hot. For once in my life, I'm not fucking sweating, right? So we, we, we find a place, get a couple of drinks, sit around an outdoor fire, and then it starts snowing 
out of nowhere. I'm looking up. I'm looking up at the sky. Where's there a cloud? There's some clouds sweeping across the moon. And even the server who came around a bit, it's snowing? What the fuck? It's not supposed to snow. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's beautiful. So we just sat out there with the lightest of snowflakes melting upon us, catching on our beanies and, and kind of drifting the fire, the flames of the fire back and forth against our faces. And we're sitting there as a couple for a moment. Then we have to go back to the hotel and be parents again. And that's what pretty much every trip is. All right. Every trip that we do, moment of breath, a moment of, of, of like uh, relaxation, and then a moment, then the rest of the time is what do we do next? What do we do next? What do we have to do? Where do we go? What are we fun to do? What should we do? What are the kids doing? What should we do? Until the fucking chestnut balls, both of them explode at the same exact time. All right. Same exact time. Uh, I've already been doing this shit almost. Fuck, what am I at? 55 minutes. All right, I didn't want to talk that long about one instance, but I guess I did. I guess I, I'm a, I just I should I just I should be rich by just talking. I should just be a, a, a guide for people. I should just be a guide for people. Be like, you know what? I'm not. I'm feeling down and out. I'm feeling lost. I need to listen to Josh for 57 minutes talk about fucking a, a $13 burger uh, and and a cheap beer, a cheap kind of cheapish beer that he got. Which if I go to Kentucky, you bought a fucking five dollar beer. What the fuck is wrong with you, boy? You bought a plain Jane fucking burger for thirteen bucks. That's not gonna happen down there. That's a bad Kentucky accent. I don't even know what they sound like. Um, well, I guess I kind of do. But maybe I'll make this a part two. Maybe I'll do part two. Maybe I'll fucking have two parts of this. Who gives a shit? Nobody's listening anyways. Because I have to talk about dog sitting. I have, we take our dog to a dog sitter. Do you do you tip them? That's something I need to talk about. I need to talk about taking baths. There's a lot more shit I need to get to, but I don't want to, want to make this an hour and a half. I'll make this a nice, succinct 57, 58 minutes, all right? Because I have to go check my crockpot chicken. I just have to. Because that's what fathers do. They take care of their children, even if they can't fucking afford, or even if they can't afford, which we can't afford, a $13 burger. We don't want to buy it for them. I don't want to buy my children a $13 burger ever again. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get fucking ousted again. I'm sure we will. All right. So that's my complaining. That's the Jewiness, uh, Jewiness uh, of the whole thing. That's that's the clip dick that I got. Uh, not by not by want, but uh, by nature, and also by you know by being or, ordained. I don't know. I never I never went through the whole process of getting my dick clipped. I think the doctor the doctor just did it. So whatever. I'm just one of those people. Uh, but I think it gave me a weird 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 sentimentality for what I could have been. For that hanging flap of skin over my purple-headed warrior. All right. I'll talk to you guys next time. Hopefully you're all surviving and healthy and happy and eating burgers at your own will.